I'm Bijan Karimi. Welcome to The Reflecting Pool, where I discuss thesis research being done by CHDS students, how the topic relates to the broader Homeland Security enterprise, and what it's like to be part of the master's program. Eric Sailors is a third-generation firefighter who is a captain with Sacramento City Fire Department. I met Eric at NOS Airfield in Novato, California, about 30 minutes north of San Francisco. He's an avid pilot and offered to fly down and meet me for the interview. We had our discussion in the pilot's lounge. Eric has a background in finance and strategic management and started in the financial sector out of college, but he jumped to the fire service about a decade later. These two backgrounds came together when he was developing his thesis problem statement and helped him realize his thesis was actually years in the making. My journey in my thesis started about eight, nine years ago um, in the massive budget cuts that everybody experienced in the economic fallout. Uh, we cut about $20 million out of our budget and eliminated six of our frontline units. And I wanted to measure some sort of effect that cutting those six units had. We didn't collect the right data to even measure how effective we were on calls or not on calls. And cutting six units had really no effect on what we were measuring. And that's when I came across the conclusion, we're measuring the wrong things. We're really not measuring any sort of effect in this. We simply measure workload. So how did NPS become the catalyst to get you going? The NPS brought some of those topics together and then really gave me the core pieces that I needed to finish the thesis. Measuring a non-event, basically something that didn't happen, sounds like a pretty challenging thing. What does it mean, as your title suggests, to prove a negative? When I come look at the fire department, what do they produce? They produce non-events. They mitigate events that had started from escalating to something bigger. So our value added to the community is the event that didn't happen. When you ask questions in a universal form of will this fire spread, it's very hard to prove the negative. But if you start to form the question with parameters, it becomes a little bit easier and you can actually answer that question. So proving the negative is really all about how you form the question and what parameters you put on it. It sounds like your conversation with Ted Lewis was really the pivotal moment where several things kind of came together in your mind. In particular, the concept of using a link node framework and network theory to establish the connection between the fires that happened and those that were prevented. I reached out to this man, Ted Lewis, that I didn't know, and I wrote him an email and said, I think you're wrong. I did it very nicely, and he responded back and said, I think you're probably right. And then out of the blue, he mailed me his next textbook. What I found in there was, a whole chapter on network theory. In your thesis, you test this link node concept using several different case studies. Walk me through one of those. We had a fire in a large warehouse that produced and sold doors. So he had 10,000 doors and attached to this large warehouse, he had a small shed. A fire started in that shed, burned the shed to the ground and we showed up and we stopped the fire as it came into the attic of that large warehouse. But when we walked away from that fire and we recorded it in our record management system, what we recorded was we lost a $1,000 shed. But I looked at it and said, we didn't lose a $1,000 shed. What we did was we saved a 10,000 square foot building with 10,000 doors in it and a bunch of employees. But you took it a step further and quantified the overall benefit of not letting the fire spread. How did you do that? So I wanted to know the value of the building, not the land. So I used what's called inductive replacement costs. I went to the insurance industry. I said, how would you guys value how much it would cost to rebuild this building? Well, their software is available to the public. So I ran all the parameters of the building through their software and I got back a number. 
But then I had the even harder question of, what is the value of the business to this community? Because they make a lot of doors and they reach out to a lot of industries and they have employees. And for that, I found economic impact modeling. I pulled their business and I plugged it into economic impact modeling, the number of employees, what industry code they do. And I said, what would happen to our community if they were shut down for a year because of a fire? And it fed me back a number. And all of a sudden, I had the pieces to say, all right, look, here's the value of the building. Here's the value of the business. Now, that is what we should take credit for. And then I compared that to how much we lost and said, all right, we can actually score this fire now. We saved this much money versus this much loss, and we can score it. By the time I got out of the NPS, I had a solid, reproducible methodology that allowed you to come up with a number. And our public officials like it. Our public information officer likes it. My chief pulled me in to do a presentation to the city manager and all the department heads to talk about how to measure what our value is in the community versus simply what our cost is. You mentioned earlier that your department funding was cut during budget discussions. Why was that? I've learned that most of our arguments were emotional and they worked for a long time. But in an economic downturn, we got compared to dollars and cents and we really started looking at our budget. And I watched our administration and our union go before the city council and make these emotional arguments that if you cut the fire department, people will die, babies will burn, buildings will come down. But we had no way of really measuring that or proving that. And we got $20 million cut out of our budget. Now that you've completed your research, how has the narrative changed and what effect did it have on your budget? Our public information officer he no longer talks about the building that's burned. When he gets in front of the camera, he starts to talk about the building that was saved. Since we've started this, we've had a good response. Our budget has gone from 80 million up to 120 million. We're now starting to look at measuring EMS and hazmat in the same way so that we can really get an idea of how much does the fire department cost us, but at the same time, what's its value added so that we compare the two. We read Intelligence and Surprise Attack by Dr. Dahl as part of the curriculum. He writes about valuing the success of thwarted terrorism events. One of the areas you identify for future research is applying the QTN concept to other disciplines. Can you give me an example? Professor Dahl is talking about finding the signal in the noise. And when we look at our calls or our incidents in simply a quantitative manner, one for one, it produces a lot of noise. But when we start to look at it in a qualitative manner to say this one call had such a massive impact that it would have affected the country as a whole, that is a qualitative way of looking at it. So TSA has a giant budget. It is there to protect you from that one big event that will have a massive impact. For example, if they were to pull somebody out of the line that was going to detonate a bomb on the next aircraft they got onto, they could stop right there, and instead of just reporting a simple arrest, they should say, you can take credit for the 230 lives on the aircraft, the value of the aircraft, and the economic impact to the country if we lost another aircraft over the country, which probably balance out to their budget, if not more, on that one simple event. How come you joined the NPS? Uh, when I came into the NPS, I was just looking for exposure to this thing called Homeland Security, which honestly, after 20 years in the fire service, I didn't really understand. I didn't know how the fire service fit into it or really what Homeland Security's overall goals were. 
so that was, I came into it very open-minded with really no assumptions. Most people think of Homeland Security as something for the FBI or other federal agency. Your thesis makes a direct link between fire suppression and Homeland Security. How do you explain that connection? Well, I started off in that realm of thinking of Homeland Security and envisioning the FBI and envisioning the Coast Guard and TSA and law enforcement totally blind to the fact that the reality is, is when you have an event, the first troops on the ground are going to be fire. The people that run the incident are going to be fire. So I backed up and realized the fire service and your local law enforcement they are a major component of your homeland security. And if you step back and look at homeland security in, in two parameters, prevention and response, and the thing that protects your people and your commerce are your fire departments. Your two greatest threats internally still to people and commerce are fire. That fire department is essentially such a key component of your homeland security. I just don't think that we've wrapped our hands around that yet, but mm -hmm. it's there. Do you have any final comments about the program or words of wisdom? If you're interested in playing, absolutely. Uh, the MPS uh, is the best program I've ever seen. The MPS exceeded my expectations. I'll say life after MPS is great because it will change the way you think. Come into it open-minded. It's probably one of the best investments you're ever going to make because they will teach you how to think critically, how to write, and how to do policy analysis. And that is what you need to influence your agency and the agencies around you if you're trying to do good for your community. I hope you've enjoyed hearing about Eric Saylor's thesis, Quantifying a Negative, How Homeland Security Adds Value. For more information on his research, visit the Homeland Security Digital Library at www.hsdl.org and search for Quantifying a Negative. CHDS is the nation's homeland security educator and part of the Naval Postgraduate School in Monterey, California. Since 2002, CHDS has provided a neutral educational forum where current and future homeland security leaders discuss policies, strategies, and programs needed to counter terrorism and handle catastrophic events. For information on the master's, executive leadership, or other academic programs, visit chds.us.